This Bee Podcast Network show is presented by IXL, loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers. IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K through 12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. I have personally used IXL with students to support them in math, and I love that it focused on the skills that students needed and could help differentiate learning for them. I was also able to look at the data and use that information to inform my instruction. Do you want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com B. That's IXL.com B-E. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast, where we explore the challenges of burnout for teachers and share practical strategies to support teacher well-being. I'm your host, Barb Flowers. If you're a teacher looking for ways to prevent burnout or an educational leader searching for strategies to support your team, this podcast is for you. Let's dive in. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Teacher Burnout Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to create a life you love. And I'm really excited for this episode. I was inspired because I just got back from San Antonio from the Body Conference. Um, Body is formerly known as Beach Body, and I have become a body partner, which was formerly known as a Beach Body Coach. And basically, what the company is all about is health and fitness, and helping people create self care routines and um, health esteem that focuses on healthy eating, exercise, and mindset. And it is a business opportunity. And the reason I share this with you today is because I was inspired by so many of these partners that have created these six-figure businesses. And as they were talking about their businesses and their lives that they created and creating this life that they love, I was just thinking about how that relates to what we talk about in this podcast and as educators creating a life that we love and how we can do the same thing. Um, The biggest theme I noticed that these successful partners talked about is just the amount of time they spend on themselves doing personal development. So today I wanted to talk about some of the common themes that I heard from these successful partners and what we can do and how we can apply that in the education setting. So we're going to dive right into that, talking about our first thing is setting a vision and doing goal setting. So having a vision, a clear vision. And when these um, successful partners came on stage, they would talk about how they were able to achieve goals because they created this big goal and they had a vision of what that would look like in their lives. So For example, in a year, they wanted to create a six-figure business from where they were. And it took a lot of hard work and dedication, but they had such a strong vision that that's where they wanted to go, that that is how they created their success. They had that vision, they created goals, and they had an action plan, which is exactly what I'm doing in my summer reset course is we're creating goals and an action plan. Because we can do the same things as educators. We can think about what does our vision look like as being an educator? What does our life as a whole look like? Not just at school, but when we're outside of school. Do you envision yourself working late every night? Probably not. Um, Or being burnt out. That's probably not your vision. So do you have a vision of you being able to set boundaries where you leave work at a decent hour every day? 
Do you have a vision of yourself working out every day or working out three times a week, taking care of yourself and eating healthy? Um, do you have a vision of yourself just focusing focusing on you and personal development, reading more, whatever it takes, journaling to focus on you and, and having more time than just um, being at work all the time or grading papers all the time? So what visions and goals do you see yourself as a teacher and as a person, just what your holistic life looks like? Then the next thing a lot of partners talked about was taking massive action and overcoming failure. And what I loved when they talked about this term of massive action, some people call it messy action. And I love that because when you're taking massive action, it means you're just doing something. You're going for it and you're working hard. You're taking bold action towards your goal. But I love the idea of messy action because it's not going to be perfect. You don't always know the exact steps that you need to take. You just try something and see if it works. It's messy. So that is what the partners did who were successful was they just took action towards their goals. And I think as educators, we can take bold action every day towards that vision we set. And maybe that vision has to do with, like I said, taking time for ourselves. So what actions are we going to do to take time for ourselves? Are we going to decide that I'm going to start creating habits where every day I work out for 10 minutes, only 10 minutes, so I get that habit created? That's just the first step of action I'm going to take. Am I going to start with doing one healthy meal a day, listening to one um, personal development podcast a week? What action are you just going to take to get started? Um, And don't let the risk of failure hold you back. So let's say you want to work out every day and you start with 10 minutes and then you miss three days in a row. Just get right back into it. You just take action and you keep going. Another theme that I noticed during the conference was this idea of embracing risks and overcoming fear. And a lot of the partners who were speaking talked about they just took a risk. People would tell them, no, they weren't interested in the products. They didn't want anything to do with the business. Um, and they would just keep working. They would they would overcome their fear of talking to people. They would overcome their fear of getting a no. And they would just take risks. And I also wanted to share, so I had an amazing experience at the conference where I took a huge risk, and this was where I noticed all the personal development I've been doing really has had an impact on me, because I, um, Thursday during the conference, it was my birthday, and I was doing a workout with one of the body trainers, and what the workouts look like, they're called super workouts, and so there's a stage, and the trainer comes out, and they have a workout cast with them. So it was like four or five people. And there were thousands of us in the audience. And Joel Freeman, the trainer came out and said, whose birthday is it today? Well, it's my birthday. So my husband is yelling, it's her birthday. It's her birthday. And he's like, come up on stage. And my immediate thought was, I'm not going up on stage. There's thousands of people here. And I started comparing myself. I compared myself to the girls on stage who looked perfect their hair was cute, they had cute outfits on, they were in great shape, and here I was, I didn't know I was going to be on stage, so I didn't really do my hair or cared about what I look like, and I thought, I can't go up there, I can't go up there, and then I had a mindset shift very quick, that I need to take a risk and overcome a fear, because if I don't do this, I'm going to regret it, and it ended up being an amazing experience. We had a great time, I got up on stage, I worked out, and it was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Just so exciting as someone who loves to work out. So 
My biggest advice and my biggest takeaway from that is experiences, I'm going to embrace risks and I'm not going to let fear control the experiences I have and the choices that I make. Because if I didn't do that workout on stage, I would have been so disappointed with myself and upset that I missed out on that opportunity. So step out of your comfort zone, step outside of your comfort zone and embrace opportunities that come your way. That is what people do who build the life that they dream of. So do something you've never tried in your personal life. Um, You know, like I said, I'm talking about fitness and eating healthy, but maybe it's even a hobby that you've never done before. Um, Maybe it's something in education that you want to do that maybe you want to move up. Maybe you want to become an instructional coach or maybe you want to move up to administration. You know, I tell anybody who wants to become an administrator, nobody knows what they're doing at first. You just... I started as an assistant principal and I had no clue. I had to learn so much. So you just try it. You take that messy action and you try it and then you learn and you're willing to grow. That's how you get better and that's how you create the life you want. You just take risks and you overcome that fear. And then the next thing is to continue personal growth and development. So, you know, I noticed every partner was talking about every day they spend time on personal growth and development and they could quote you know, these famous coaches like Tony Robbins, and they were constantly quoting people that they've read and heard in podcasts. And I was just so impressed with the amount of time they spent growing themselves so they could be better for others. And I think as educators, that's so important. And that's why I'm so passionate about this podcast, because I think we have to grow ourselves and work on our own um, personal development to be better for the people that we serve, whether it's our students or staff, if you're an administrator. And I just, I'm a huge believer in personal development and personal growth and how that can change your life. So I just encourage you, and if you're listening to this podcast, I would say you probably are too, but every day, read a few pages of personal development, listen to a short podcast, you know, every day I try to journal. These are all ways that I'm reflecting and growing and developing. You know, I know some people just read like five pages of a book, we're all busy. So maybe they just or they listen to an audiobook. whatever you have to do to just get a little bit of personal development every day. The next thing that I noticed successful partners did was they were very collaborative. So they would collaborate with other teams and other coaches that it wasn't even about making money. It's just we're all here to help each other. We're all here to build each other up. We're a community. We want to be this community of people who build each other up. And I was thinking as I heard that, like, that's how schools should be. And I hope, you know, your school is like that. But we need to create a community where we're encouraging other educators, we're supporting each other, and we all want what's best for our students, not this competitive environment where we're worried about test scores or, you know, comparing when we get to our PLCs or professional learning communities. The best schools are built on collaboration and community and just being a place where we can learn and grow from each other and be vulnerable with each other. The other thing I want to emphasize is to remember to surround yourself around positive people that make you want to grow. If you're around positive people, you'll become positive. If you're around negative people and you surround yourself around negative people who don't want to grow, that's what you'll become. So I always say you want to surround yourself with the people you'll become because even if you think you can pull people up, it's usually if the collective is negative, they're going to pull you down. So surround yourself with positive people that you look up to and you want to be like. And then my last tip is um, I noticed that a lot of the partners at the conference, 
were so grateful and they showed so much gratitude for everything they have in their life. So even though they've been successful and they've worked hard for all of those things, they don't take any of that for granted. And so I think the idea of showing gratitude, even if you're not at that point where you think you're living your best life, you're on your journey to that, you should so show gratitude for the things that you have. So you could do this while you're driving, before you go to bed, when you're laying in bed. Just think of five things you're grateful for each day. Take time, journal about that. But having gratitude and appreciation leaves you with a positive mindset. And it also just makes you an overall positive person because you're you're thinking about the things you're grateful for versus focusing on the things that are negative. So just remember, to be successful and have a life that you love, you need to set a vision and goals, take massive, messy action, and overcome failure. Do not let failure take over your life. Embrace risks and overcome fear. Always be continuously growing and developing your own personal growth. Remember to collaborate and build relationships with others and have gratitude and appreciation for all you have. If you focus on those things, you can create a life that you love and that you're proud of living. living. So make sure that you focus on um, creating positive habits and mindsets to create these things. So I hope that today's episode was helpful for you. Again, I love the idea of just focusing on your own personal development and growth. So if you want to keep focusing on that, I want you to go to my Instagram, Beating Educator Burnout. I have a link in the bio for the summer reset. So Empowering Educators for Resilience and Renewal. And that's a great course that I created where you can, um, we're going to take time to reflect on the school year create an action plan for the school year so that you can beat burnout because we have to remember that burnout does not go away on its own. We have to do the work to beat burnout. So that course will help you do that. So you go into the school year feeling ready and refreshed for a new year. Um, Also, please subscribe to this podcast and stay tuned for next week's episode. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase achievement for all student populations, reliably meet Tier 1 standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.